are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. We are going to go through the Eastern and Western conferences in the NBA and give you the correct order they will finish this season. My order will be correct. Webb's will be terrible as always. We will also be giving you our Week 8 NFL picks. Webb won Week 6, barely. I destroyed him Week 7. Week 8, I'm making a huge comeback. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Yeah, let's uh, let's calm down a little bit there. You barely beat me in Week 7. We both did very bad. Underwhelming week for both of us. Destroyed you is how I would term it. It was a massacre. It was the massacre of all massacres. It was embarrassing for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listeners know. They're keeping tabs. Let's start with basketball, Web. Let's move on because you have a chance here. In football, you have no chance. We'll start in basketball. So we're going to do the East first, go to the West. We're going to recap how we had the division order to give you guys a little preview in the Atlantic. I had it. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Boston, New York, Toronto in that order. Webb had it. Do you have it written down, Webb? I do. I had Brooklyn, Philly, Boston, New York, and Toronto in that order. Next division, I had it Milwaukee, Indiana, Chicago, Cleveland, and Detroit. I believe I had the same order that you did. And then the final, the Southeast, I had it Miami, Atlanta, Washington, Charlotte, Orlando. I had Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, Washington, Orlando. So we did these division, uh, the, the predictions last week before the season started. Me having Charlotte fourth in that division, I do not feel good about that right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not change any of these predictions. They are based off those original predictions. And I have some regrets. Do you have any regrets? Uh, I have regrets placing Brooklyn as the winner in the Atlantic. Yeah, that's fair. That is a fair regret. <laughs> I, I do think, not have that. I had them high as well, though. It's bad. Yeah. I think the Atlantic is probably the best division in basketball. And I don't think Brooklyn is going to finish first. Okay. So let's start with the East. We'll start from a 10. Did you do 10 teams to make the playoffs? I did. Okay. Who was your number 10 team in the East? Yeah. So this is the last playing team I have. It's actually the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors. As the final playing team, number 10. That is interesting. That is very interesting. That's a, that's an inter- that's a good pick. I like the Raptors this year. They're kind of fun so far. I had Washington as number 10. Okay. They were actually I don't love it. a little further down for me. They're number 12 for me, but they still had a good season. I think for Toronto, I'm still mad about the Scotty Barnes draft pick, and I don't care how I'm going to be mad about it all year. So I just, I love to hate things, but I do. Who yeah, did you it's... have? Sorry. No, I was just going to say, um, hey, I was right there with you. And I'm not going to change my mind. Even if he turns out to be the best player in the class, just yeah. on principle, I didn't know. I don't know if Toronto knew that was going to happen. No, they definitely did not. Okay, number nine. This is the one I really feel bad about right now. I have New York, the Knicks finishing at number nine. After watching them play, I wanted to move them up a little bit. But based on my original predictions, I could not. So they were locked in at nine for me. I have Indiana at number nine. Just based off my original picks as well. And I, I hear you on the on the next pick. Um, they look like they can win the division. I feel <laughs> they're a really good team. Uh, they can hit the three, play really good defense. They look like the total package right now. But it's very early in the season. Yeah, I think the team is mostly the same as last year. They've made a couple additions, but 
Tibbs has teams playing hard right away. So I would not be surprised if they fell off a little bit, but they're going to be, they're going to be solid all season. Who did you have at number nine? I had the Pacers at number nine. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. I meant eight. Sorry. I meant eight. Oh, uh, New York, actually the Knicks. Okay. So yes, you, if we could do this again, we would probably change this a little bit, but yeah. we're too, that's honest. not the point. No, uh, this one is really going to hurt me at eight. I had Chicago. I kind of like what the bulls did. Like, I, like DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball are weird, but I like them as players. And they're the one seed right now in the East at four now. So eight might seem low, but I think they might fall off a little bit. And by a little bit, I, I mean the seven seed. <laughs> I think Chicago hype needs to relax. They played Detroit. They played the bottom feeders, the cellar dwellers, and then they played the Raptors. They haven't had a true test yet. I'm not that impressed with Chicago. I'm impressed with DeRozan. But Chicago's doing what I would expect them to do with those opponents. Um, seven, you had Chicago. Seven, I had Charlotte. Eight was Chicago for me. Oh, eight was eight was Chicago. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Well, seven, I had Charlotte. Charlotte did not make my prediction, and I have some regrets now. I had them finishing fourth in their division. Damn. And Washington was the ten seed, so obviously really? I would change it. I just think Gordon Hayward's gonna get hurt and destroy their season. Eventually, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but I did not expect Mikael Bridges to be this good so far. And he's been amazing. Oh, it's, it's Miles Bridges on Charlotte. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry. Yeah, just mixing people up here. Football in the uh, brain. I'm watching the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> Packers almost just fumbled. Give me a break. Uh, at seven, I had Boston. So, okay. yeah, I think they were really hurt with uh, COVID last year, but I think I'm not sure how good this team is. I like two pieces, and I'm not sure if I like the depth that much. I had them at seven. Okay. And, and just, just for – sorry. I just wanted to recap. Uh, like These teams are the play-in tournament teams. Just for the listeners, the NBA is continuing with this play-in tournament. So seven to ten are not actually in the playoffs, but they're going to play each other. Seven is going to play ten. Eight will play nine. If you're, if you're the seven seed and you win, you're in. If you're the eight seed and you're in, you're win. You're in. Um, but if you lose, you get another chance to play the losers of the other games. Yes, that is correct. Uh, do you like this play-in tournament? I thought it was kind of fun last year, but I do not care about it at all. I think it just depends on what side of the coin you're on. As a Laker fan, uh, no, I didn't like it last year. I, I, I like parts of it. I don't like parts of it. So I don't like that the, the fact that you could just kind of linger as the number nine and number 10 seed for the entire year and still possibly make the playoffs if you win two games. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it is kind of exciting. Uh, I'm on the fence, but I definitely see why some teams would be pissed off if they're the seventh team, seventh seed all year, and they could possibly miss the playoffs. It, it is kind of unfair. I kind of like just eight teams making it, and they changed this whole thing for Zion, like we've been saying for a long time, and it makes me resent it because if you finish the eight seed, you should get in the playoffs. I don't like how they're doing this, but more money for more games, I guess. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. So our actual playoff teams, now we're going to do one to six. Who do you have finishing in sixth and getting right into the playoffs? I have Atlanta as the sixth seed. I have Atlanta a little higher. Good choice. Uh, I love Atlanta this year. They're going to be really fun. My six was Indiana. I, I've been, been a big Sabonis guy for a long time. And I think I almost had him winning the MVP later. Wow. And I did. Okay. He wasn't my choice, but for a while I had him slotted in. I was like, maybe. 
And then for the first two games, I felt pretty good about that. And then the last one, I did not. <laughs> he dominated against uh, Charlotte that first game. Like he had like 30, like 30, and like seven. Yeah, he was killing. He's amazing. So good. Yeah. Damn you, Chris Duarte. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who do you have at five? This might surprise you. I have Miami at number five. Does not surprise me at all. That makes perfect sense. Really? Yeah. I have them very close. I think that's where they roughly are. Oh, I thought you'd have them much higher. I have Atlanta at five and Miami at four. So like just basically, and if you told me they were switched at the end of the year, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. They could go either way to me. So yeah, uh, Trey Young, amazing. I've always been on the Trey Young hype train on like Webb over here who's hated him for a long time. I don't know why. Wow. I mean, I had him much higher in the, in the playoffs last year. I was always supporting him. I've been a big Trey Young guy. It's proven. I have a track record of it. And uh, I think Miami might might take some time off of Kyle Lowry being old as hell. So, yeah. Just not a good person, Coop. (laughs) You're not wrong. Who did you have it for? Uh, Boston. You always have been a Larry Bird guy. That makes sense. You've always said he's the best player of all time. Definitely not. I just think this team, I think the team's good. I think you said a player that defined a generation was your exact quote. I thought that was nice and poetic. Not my words. Not at all. Okay, so to sum up, sum up the top 10 for me, I had it Washington and 10, New York 9, Chicago 8, Boston 7, Indiana 6, Atlanta 5, Miami 4. Do you want to do your top as well? Yeah, sure. Just a recap. Uh, Toronto 10, Indiana 9, New York Knicks 8, Charlotte 7, Atlanta 6, Miami 5, and Boston 4. Okay, so our top three seeds in the East. I have Brooklyn at third. And yeah, I, I don't feel great about it right now. I'm not going to lie to you. But I have Brooklyn Wait, three. I think it's obvious that we have this, the same top three seeds. Yeah, for sure. Probably a different order though, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, but not far off. I have no. Philly as the number three. Yeah. I, I love Philadelphia this season. And Ben Simmons not being there seems to be really hurting them. Like a lot. <laughs> He's a good player. He's just a terrible person. Yeah, 100%. I I have been on the Ben Simmons hype train for like five seasons. And every year you're like, hey, stop doing this with Ben Simmons. You always try and talk me down off him. I was like, no, he's really good. He does things. And then the playoffs last year, I, I was like, no, I'm done. I can't do it. You can't take a dunk. We're done. It's just terrible. And you've piled on him ever since. I, I was mad playoffs. And then I became furious at what he's doing now, which I find totally unacceptable. Yeah. This is has me more mad than the bad play. This is worse. He could have redeemed himself um, had he come correct in the offseason. If he just said, hey, I, I want to be traded. I have no problem with that. But show up to work. Don't say, oh, I've got problems now that you're here because you want to get that check. It's pathetic. Jason Kelsey said it the best, man. <laughs> I won't say if what he win, said. but If you win, they'll like you. And if not. <laughs> yeah. But he also said if you, if you, if you try hard and if you're, if you're accountable, the Philly fans aren't going to hate you. Oh. They've been supportive of him. They weren't killing him before. He wasn't shooting anything. They still liked him. Yep. If in the playoffs, I mean, Embiid killed him pretty hard and Doc killed him pretty hard. (laughs) But he could have come back and fixed things in like two weeks. Plays hard on defense, has a couple blocks. They're like, all right, you know, it is what it is. We got him for four years. Let's accept it. They move on. But he made a mountain out of a mole. Well, it's kind of a mountain, but he made a way bigger mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My number two is Philadelphia. So you had them at three. I had them at two. Uh, I love Embiid. I thought Ben Simmons was important. I did not realize he was this important. 
Who is your number two? Well, we have the same number one. I have Brooklyn as my number two seed. So we just switched that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty close. And then, yeah. And we both have Milwaukee at one. You got to beat the champ. That's how I see it. Yeah. They're just too good. Offensively, defensively, they're too good. Um, they, got Chris, they got Chris Middleton. Like he's the best player in the NBA, basically. So I've been consistent on that as well. Coop, 25 and five, man. I just hate, I just hate him so much. I don't know I don't why know I why. don't like him. I don't like him. Like when I see him, I get genuinely angry. I'm like, why is this guy on my TV right now? <laughs> he seems like I such a nice why. person. He really does. And I don't know what it's about. I just hate his guts. Yeah, I don't know why. I've hated him for a long time. It's like, it's like deep seated. Like I've been making fun of him for like 10 years, like eight years yeah. since he came in the league. I've been consistently, <laughs> consistently wrong. <laughs> I drafted him in both my leagues. How's your team doing? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I lost. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the West, the first division. Uh, I have the Lakers at one, Phoenix two, Golden State three, the Clippers four, Sacramento five. I had Golden State one, Lakers two, Phoenix three, Clippers four, Sacramento five. Okay, Southwest, I had it Dallas one, Memphis two, New Orleans three, San Antonio four, Houston five. I had Memphis one. San Antonio 2, Dallas 3, New Orleans 4, Houston 5. This Lucas Slander is not going to stand. And the last division I had it, Utah 1, Denver 2, Portland 3, Minnesota 4, and Oklahoma City 5. I had Utah 1, Portland 2, Denver 3, Minnesota 4, Oklahoma City 5. As someone who drafted Dame Lillard, I am furious at Portland right now. He's been so bad. So mad. (laughs) No, but Dame sometimes has a little slump. It has been bad, and it's been long, but he's going to go off. He's going to drop 50 just now. He was 0 for 9 from 3, I think, twice. And I was like, how do you even do that? <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> Curious. Okay, so my West in 10, I had New Orleans. for the Western wow. Conference is. Yeah, I had New Orleans at 10. Damn. Yeah. That would be great for uh, Adam Silver and the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Clippers at number 10. We're basically on the same page. I had the Clippers at nine. So we kind of agree. No Kawhi. I just think he's going to miss the season. So I don't think they're that good team. But they have Eric Bledsoe, Coop. Two for yep. seven from the field. <laughs> I had to think. I was like, is Eric Bledsoe on that team? I honestly, yeah. th- I thought he was somewhere else for some reason. And you're correct. Yeah. Who did you have at nine? Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. This Lucas Lander. It's insane. I'm glad you have him fantasy. I'm glad you have him. Kobe destroys your season. I really do. I thought, I said, this makes so much sense. Take Luca at number two in fantasy. And he's been fine. Got paid collecting checks to do nothing. This is where you made your mistake. He has two things against him. WBB and he got paid. Those are two things you should never bet against. They're always wrong. I know. But he's he's yeah. a triple-double threat, so I think he's good for fantasy purposes. And, and and he doesn't have the health concerns that Steph Curry has. And then with Clay coming back later in the year, I figured, you know, they want to save Steph. They're not, he's not going to have the same usage. I thought Luka would be a good option. Obviously, I was wrong because he sucks. Against the Raptors, I bet him to have a triple-double. And it was like 6-1. to one. And he had 21 9 and 11, and I was so mad he couldn't get that last rebound. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> Who did you have at 8? I had the Spurs of San Antonio at 8. Terrible pick. 
I had Portland, and I do not like it because I think Dame Lillard is cooked. I'm so mad at him. Right? Obviously, I don't, but I'm furious at him right now. Eight might be high for Portland right now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just watching those games, he's been so bad. Like, he misses everything. It's it's the worst. The only game I watched uh, with Portland was uh, against the Clippers. And I turned it off at halftime because it was terrible. Yeah, it's been bad. How is CJ McCollum so much better than you? It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's He's my Chris Middleton. I've never liked CJ McCollum. Ever. I, I, I like CJ. I've had him in fantasy a couple of times. I don't hate him. Never liked him. I've never drafted him even in a mock. Fair. Uh, I had Portland at eight. You had San Antonio at eight, you said? Yes. Okay. I think they'll be good. At number seven, I had Memphis. What did you have for Mem- for number seven? I had Denver. Ooh, the mighty have fallen. Okay. Yeah. Well, that Jokic injury, maybe it'll come true. I don't know. That was a weird injury when he got hurt. We hit his knee. It didn't yeah. look like he hit it, but then he did. I was like, I don't know what happened here. Yeah. It's weird. It's a lack of athleticism. It's not a <laughs> It's very athletic. How dare you? He's doughy, but he's athletic, okay? <laughs> he's really good, though, man. He, he put up so – his stats are amazing in, like, was it 15, 20 minutes? He put up, like, he amazing 24 stats. in, like, 11 minutes or something. It was, yeah. it was insane. He was yeah, Adam in fantasy last season. year. Uh, a guy that hosts a show for NBA radio on Sirius said Nikola Jokic is the best passer ever. Wow. Yeah. He's a guy that knows NBA because he like works for this t- for the station, right? And he said he's the best passer ever because he does it from all angles and no one else has ever done it like him before. Uh, I disagree with him, but good for Jokic getting that um that praise. He's gonna get paid. Didn't he already get paid? He did, but he's he's up for an extension uh this summer. Okay. Yeah. I had Dallas at six, by the way. Did you have Dallas at six? I had Dallas at six upside down. Which is nine. Uh, <laughs> I had Portland at six. That's that's gonna look bad in a couple of weeks. It's gonna be really bad when they're one in twelve. It's gonna look real bad. Should have Portland. I should have had Portland at fourteenth. Yeah, it's tough. It's real, it's real tough. Okay, at number five, I had Golden State. I like Golden State. I'm. I I feel mad. Like when we did the original rankings, I had the Lakers at one to troll you. That's what I love to do. So I was stuck. So Golden State at five. Had them at three last season. And he insulted me. And now I can't do it again. It was a bad pick last season to have them at three. Um, it was okay. <laughs> I have Phoenix at five. Okay. Uh, at number four, I had Denver. So I believe in the MVP. The great uh-huh. white hope. <laughs> we I need have... one. <laughs> Larry Legend. I have... Uh... Memphis at four. Wow. Okay. That's my boy, Jama Ren. I love it. Okay. So 10 through four, I have it. New Orleans, the Clippers, Portland, Memphis, Dallas, Golden State, Denver. All right. 10 through four for me. The Clippers, Dallas, San Antonio, Denver, Portland, Phoenix, Memphis. Who did you have at number three? Top three seed in the West. My Lakers. I mean, they're looking tough right now, Webb. They're not looking good. Yeah, bad. That was that was a bad loss last night. I mean, I like how you think it's just been one bad loss. That's impressive by you. <laughs> the Golden State game, is, that's fine. That was opening night. All right, stick with that. Okay. At three, I have Phoenix. I believe in Phoenix this year. 
DeAndre Aiden had 21 and 21 yesterday, like a boss. Like, I'm all in on this Phoenix team. Yeah. What did he have the games before that, Coop? Not important, okay? He had 21. <laughs> he had six and five? Or... <laughs> it, was, it was not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Some good, there's highs and lows here, Webb, but they're not all winners, okay? A lot of Who highs and have... lows with him. Let me ask you a question. Is Jonas Valanciunas just better than DeAndre Ayton? Is that possible? I'm so mad I didn't take JV this year. He's I'm so, so happy good. I did. I'm so happy I did. I love him so much. You would think Ayton would be like more fired up. He wants he wants to get paid. I think he had eight and seven or something the other night. Yeah, it was bad. It's it's not they've not all been great. It's been tough. <laughs> it's been real bad a couple times. Who do you have it to? I have the Utah Jazz at number two. Oh, I like it. I like it very much. Okay. I I love Utah this year. Utah is a great regular season team. I have the Lakers at two though. Uh Thank you. Thank I have you. some regrets here. I have some serious regrets about guaranteeing you that they were going to win the title this year. I don't feel great about that now, but it is what it is. Five games. Come on. The season's over. And I have Utah at one, clearly. Uh, I have them as the best team in the West. I think they're excellent. I am all in on Utah. And you have? The Golden State Warriors at number one. Because I think... This is one of the deepest teams in the league, and they have Steph Curry. They're getting Clay Thompson back, and they look really good. This team's going to be fire, unfortunately. Convenient. They're 4-0 right now, and you have them at 1. That's interesting. Real interesting. I have them, I have them uh, winning, winning the Pacific Division. Don't turn this podcast into your house of lies, okay, Webb? It's disgraceful. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our awards. You ready for the awards? Always ready. Rookie of the year. I think there are only two guys to seriously consider here. I have one winning and one being the runner-up, but I would not be surprised if it went the other way. My winner is Jalen Green, number two pick to Houston. I just think he's going to get the most chance to score the most points. He might average 23 a game. So I think he will win rookie of the year. Who do you have? Yeah, Jalen Green, a guy I think um, will probably have the best career out of the top picks. Jalen Suggs, your boy, not looking too great so far. But I didn't expect him to be like, Jalen Green or flashy or anything like that. I think he'll be a good pro, but I expected more from him on the defensive end to start. I thought he kind of locked that down and then kind of grow. But I think Orlando might be the worst team at developing talent in the league. <laughs> so he might have a tough time in Orlando. I'm not going to lie. I'm lo- I'm waiting for him in round two in like three seasons when he's traded to like Portland in a Dame trade. Like I'm looking for that. That's going to be good going to take over. My runner-up was Evan Mobley, uh, the center for Cleveland. I think he's excellent, and I think he's going to have a good season playing with Jared Allen, which I was not sure of the start of the season, but I think he's going to be really good. I have Cade Cunningham as the runner-up. He hasn't debuted yet, but I think he's going to get a lot of usage, and he's going to look really good on this terrible, terrible Detroit team. And I think a lot of people will be watching him. Very true. Okay, sixth man of the year. Again, these I predicted these before the season started, so I do want a little help. I want a, I want a little slack for this because my sixth man of the year was Patty Mills on Brooklyn. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think that's a bad pick. It's the runner-up that's going to look bad in a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I had I have Trez Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, he always he always wins. He almost wins it every year. So it's, it's yeah, good, except good last pick. year, your boy was... won it last year. Clarkson. Yeah, I love Clarkson. Uh, yeah, for Patty Mills, I just thought that with 
with Kyrie not playing, he would get more run as a backup point guard. And apparently he's just a three-point shooter. He is not assisting anybody at all. So I don't love that. And my my runner-up is Kevin Herter on Atlanta. I thought he showed out in the, the playoffs last season. I thought they'd kind of give him a little more run. They haven't really done that yet. Hopefully he gets more minutes soon. Who was your runner-up? Oh, oh you're going to love this. Uh, Malik Monk on the Lakers. Has he played it all so far this season? Yeah, he hit uh, he hit some clutch threes in San Antonio the other night in the Alamo. Oh. <laughs> you like that? You said that, and I just felt so sorry for you. <laughs> this is like, oh, poor guy. Oh, it was bad. We, we almost lost that game for sure. I know. It was terrible. Carmelo saved the, you. Lakers easily could be one in four right now. You should be. You definitely should be. Who is your most improved player this season? So this was a guy that I had at the end of last no, at the end of last year, uh, Jordan Poole. He's probably on a lot of lists now because he played really well in the preseason. I thought you were still going. <laughs> uh, I considered Jordan Poole for a while, but I thought he was kind of too popular. Uh, I went with Darius Garland. I thought the point guard on Cleveland, Steph Curry said he was the next guy that's going to be really good. And I was like, well, Steph should know. And apparently Steph was wrong because he has not looked great so far this year. But maybe they're just trying to incorporate the bigs right now and he'll figure it out in a little while. But I thought he would take a jump this year and he has not yet. Did you have a runner up? Yeah, uh, my runner runner up who probably won't even be qualified is uh, LaMelo Ball. Um, He had a really good year last year, but I feel like he's going to take his game to even higher heights and be considered. I, I agree with you. I think he will. I don't like someone I consider already kind of to be a superstar. I don't consider. I think you have to go from like okay to good. If you go, if you go from pretty good to superstar, I'm like, ah, eh, you're already no. you're already superstar. Relax. I'll still give it to them. Of course you would. You would. Uh, my runner up was Nikhil Alexander Walker on New Orleans. Uh, he was a lot of guys like sleeper this year, and I thought he'd do pretty well. He's been okay so far this year. He hasn't been great, but he's been pretty good. Good pick. Who is your coach of the year? Uh, so this is this is a, a, a pick that I have. I think I had him as runner up last year. No, yeah, I would have had I had him as my preseason runner up, uh, Quinn Snyder. Um, just because I think the Jazz are going to do really well. They're going to be one of the top defensive teams and top offensive teams. And he didn't win it last year because uh, you know Monty Williams blew people away with Phoenix, and then Tibbs obviously won. Um, by doing a great job with the Knicks. I thought about him for a while. I was like, you know what? This is a media award, though. And I picked Steve Nash in Brooklyn. I thought without having Kyrie on the team, the media is trying to kill Kyrie. So I think if Brooklyn does half decent, they'll give it to Steve Nash for dealing with this fallout from the Kyrie situation. That was my thinking there. That's pretty good. And my runner-up is kind of along the same vein. It's Doc Rivers for handling the Ben Simmons situation. It's basically the same thing. And you could flip them. It's totally media narrative, so I'm not sure who will be a more media darling at the end of the season. But my guess is one of those two guys wins it. Interesting picks. I had uh, James Borrego um, for my runner-up. I like him. He's a good, good coach. Very good coach. Good call. Uh, my exec of the year, it's Sean Marks in Brooklyn. I just think that ha- like getting all those guys on better minimum contracts, if they do pretty good, I think he'll get the award. It definitely will not be Rob Palenka from the Lakers. Who do you have as the winner? Well, the media hates Rob Palenka, but I have uh, Mitch Kupchak in Charlotte, former Laker great, um, as GM for quite a bit. 
But I, I love Charlotte's offseason. I think they're one of the most fun teams to watch. Excellent choice. I have Bob Myers as my runner-up from Golden State. I think that they likely trade Wiseman and maybe Kaminga, and they get like a good player back for them. And that's where I think he gets up there in the, in the voting. I think there's more moves to make that they will make sometime soon. Pick. I have R.C. Buford as my runner-up because I think the Spurs are going to be a competitive team with no star, and it's going to seem like a bunch of blue-collar players, and they're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to do well. They're going to be competitive as well, just like Charlotte will be. I love it when you're wrong. I really do appreciate it when you are so wrong. It's enjoyable for me. And the Spurs are the hill you're going to die on this year, and then in like February, you're going to say, I wasn't under the Spurs at all. I thought they'd be terrible all the time. I'm looking forward to that time. It's going to be good. No, man. I drafted Jakob Pertl in the last round in a 10-team league. He's been really good for like a, a, a last round pick. He's solid, man. Career numbers. All right. Uh, who is your defensive player of the year? There's only one right answer to this, by the way. I'm not going with Rudy Gobert because I think the media is just bored. Um, I actually had you have an interesting one. Jimmy Butler. That is an interesting one. That is Jimmy interesting. Butler. I don't think he'll win it, but this is just putting it out there. I think he's uh, obviously a great defensive player, but he rebounds really well. He is the anchor for that team. And, uh, you know, not many players put out more effort than him. The correct answer is Mayor Bill de Blasio for putting those vaccine requirements in New York and kicking Kyrie out. <laughs> he shut down the Nets, baby. That's, that's what he did. <laughs> It's obviously de Blasio. Pretty simple. BDB. But if you're not taking mayors into account, it's going to be Rudy Gobert again. It's always Rudy Gobert. It's just what it is. And my runner-up is Giannis because it's one of those two that's going to win it. Like I just, That's what it is. I just figured the media would be tired of them. I feel like they will definitely be worthy of it. More than Jimmy Butler, for sure. But I just feel like as a narrative award, they might go with someone new. But you're probably right. I actually know that's wrong. I think the, the defensive player of the year um, is less of a narrative award than some of the other awards. I disagree, but I agree as well. I disagree for the reason you're talking about. The It is a narrative award because media guys don't understand NBA defenses. They just hear who's a good defender. Oh, right, Rudy Gobert right. will vote for him. It's like they don't get bored of it because they don't understand it enough to get bored of it. <laughs> they just check off a list. Oh, Rudy Gobert, sure, let's go with that. He blocks some shots. Let's go with that. They don't, that's, what they, yeah. that's what it is. As long as he doesn't piss them off. Yeah. Because he didn't get it the year when the league shut down. But I'm sure he was still a good defender. Yeah, there was some reasons for that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a runner-up? Yeah, I had uh, AD. All right. Nice. <laughs> actually, I actually was thinking of a runner-up, runner-up, in case AD got hurt. Was it Bill oh, de Blasio? It was not Bill de Blasio. It was actually an NBA player. But you're, you're well, kind of jealous of that pick, aren't you? That's a pretty good pick, right? Pretty, that was a very, very good pick. Uh, I have your boy as the runner-up, 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 um, Draymond. Your boy. He was my boy for a long time, and I'm done. I got, t- I got tired of the triple single. I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. He got me 8, 9, and 8 the other night. And he's, he's looked really good. He's looked rejuvenated this season. Wait till March, okay? When he's getting you 4, 4, and 5. And you'll be like, oh, Ugh. this is terrible. It's the worst. And you can't drop on, him. On two of 11 shooting. Wait for those <laughs> days. That's coming. He, got, he went to the free throw line the other night. I think it was against the Clippers. Went two for nine. 
from the free throw line. <laughs> two for nine. <laughs> how yeah. do you do? How do you go two for nine? Exactly. How do you do that? Exactly. I hate him so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. Let's go to MVP. I want to start with your runner-up. Who is your runner-up for MVP? I think I have an interesting one this season. Who's your runner-up? East Atlanta Sanum himself, Trey Young. I like that pick. I Trigger like that pick Trey Young. That's a good All one. Right. We're we're in the same vein. I have Donovan Mitchell. Oh so. wow! Okay. I have Rudy winning Defensive Player of the Year, and Donovan Mitchell. Utah gets the one seed, the best record in the West. He finally gets the recognition he deserves. Okay. As the runner-up, who is your MVP? And before anyone says that, uh, I'm just a prisoner of the moment. In our predictions, I said that this guy is an MVP candidate. John Morant is my MVP for this year, based on narrative and performance. I think he's gonna do like a kind of Derrick Rose kind of thing, where casual fans he wasn't on their radar, and then now he's gonna be, um, he's gonna be. And I have Memphis as a four seed as well. So I have John Morant as my MVP. I like your pick way more than mine. I, I would love to see John. I love John Morant. I've always loved John Morant. It's been long documented with me loving Chris Middleton, loving Trey Young. John Morant yeah. been my guy for a long time. And Tobias Harris. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> him. Uh, too far. Uh, my guy is Joel, Joel Embiid, Philadelphia. I think if, the, if they do well with Ben Simmons out, they're going to say, you know what? He's earned it. He was second last season. Let's give it to him. Should have won you... it last year, but he missed too many games. Exactly. He was the best player last season, but he missed 20 games and Jokic played all of them. So 100% he was like game per game for game. He was the most dominant and the for, best. For sure. I, I agree 100%. I think that he should win the award as long as he plays pretty well. Maybe well. At Web. Before we move on, though, I have a bone to pick with you. I've been mad about this for like three days and I haven't told you because I wanted to do it live on the air. You've been telling me for years that Bogdan Bogdanovich and Boyan Bogdanovich are brothers. You've been saying this to me for years. I thought they were brothers. They're not, even they not the brothers. Same, they're not from the same country. You scumbag. You've been wrong about this. So you've been so wrong about this. One is from Serbia, Serbia. and yeah. one is from not Serbia. And I looked Montenegro? this up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Finland, but it's not Finland. No, it's not that north. It's more it's, east, I believe. Bosnia? No, it's it's not a country you'd expect. That's why I was surprised. Are they not brothers? They're not brothers. Baby and, Bogey and adult Bogey are not brothers? Oh, Croatia. No. Croatia. Yeah, it's Croatia, yeah. And I looked this up and on their Wikipedia it says, yeah, people think they're brothers because they have the same name basically, but they are from different countries. And I was like, God damn you, Webb. And I was genuinely mad about this for a long time. <laughs> That's news to me, man. I've been telling people based on what you said to me. I'm pretty sure I saw that they were from different countries and I still thought they were brothers. And I drafted them both on my fantasy team this year, thinking the brothers would be good cohesion to my team. Right. I looked into it and they're not brothers. So it's just a war in my team of BBs and they have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I'm mad about you, Matthew, but this. <laughs> How are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> I I had a uh, adult bogey, Utah, and uh, yeah, he was very inconsistent for me last year. But I couldn't drop him because then he would drop like twenty eight points. I think he had twenty one or twenty two in the first game. And he's pretty good. So the percentages are good. I'm okay with it. I think he'll get better yeah. as season goes on. 
Yeah, he was coming off surgery last year, so he's probably going to be good this year. Okay, Webb, let's move on to the football portion of the show now. We'll start with our Thursday night game. It is As we're recording this, it is halftime at uh, the Thursday night game, so we'll breeze past this. Green Bay at, at Arizona. Arizona are favored by six points at home. What is your prediction here? Uh, Arizona to win and cover. I shouldn't go against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's my favorite quarterback of all time. He has no weapons, but he could probably make me look like a superstar on the field. So I'm going to just side with logic, even though logic doesn't make sense. Arizona to win and cover. I have Green Bay to cover and Arizona to win. I think six is a lot against Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just never taking that many points against Aaron Rodgers. I think he'll keep it close. Arizona wins by like two at the end of the game. That's what I think is going to happen, but we'll see. Probably. I was just thinking that it would be close during the game, and Arizona will pull away at the end, but whatever. You hate Aaron Rodgers. That's fine. Okay, let's move on to Sunday. Big games on Sunday, Web. I'm looking forward to this. First game of the day. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Tennessee are favored by one point on the road. What do you have here? Indy to win and cover. Coop, I told you, believe. I told you, don't stop believing. Uh, <laughs> the season's not over. Indy to win and cover. They're rolling. I also have Indy to win and cover. I I think they're better than Tennessee. I, for some reason, Indianapolis just always beats Tennessee and Indy. Even when they're terrible, they beat them. I cannot remember a, a season where Indy did not win one of the two games against Tennessee. So I think in, Indy lost the last one. They're going to win this one. It's ba- basically a guarantee. Uh-oh. Carson Wentz still happens. sucks. We both agreed that oh, Indy's going to win this game. Tennessee's going to win like 38 to 13, aren't they? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold prediction. Uh, maybe it's not that bold. Uh, Derrick Henry sub 100 yards on the ground. That might not be that bold. He had 89 yards last week against the with the win against Kansas City. 31 carries for 89 yards, I believe. Well, back to back weeks of Derrick Henry being under 100. <laughs> that's that's a little bold. And I guess if you don't believe in things, sure. If you want to be wrong all the time, fine. Uh, I hate Tennessee. I also hate the Indianapolis Colts. So <laughs> I don't care. I trust you to be all right. They're two and four. They're not okay with. They're basically bet. They're two and five. They're three and four. No, you guys won. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe we're three and five, three and four now, maybe. Yeah, honestly, it couldn't be three and five. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been so angry at this team. Yeah, they're three and four. They won. They beat Jackson. They won two in a row. Yeah, I guess. Honestly, <laughs> this, team's, this team is killing me, Webb. I've been so angry all season. You beat San Fran, and who else did you beat? You stomped another team. Miami. We killed Miami. Right. And we should have we beat Baltimore. Team. There was another team that you came back against, no? Uh, we beat Jacksonville. Wait, no. One second. There's a better team than that. I swear. Um, Houston. Maybe Houston and oh, San Fran. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. It was a crap team. Yeah. It was bad. Glad they're terrible. Okay. Let's get on to a good team. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo are favored by 13 and a half points at home. Webb, you predicted Buffalo would not cover last week because they were on a bye. That was a trick. What is your prediction for this Buffalo team this week? I was actually thinking about it. I was like, shoot, who did they play last week? I can see it in your face. That's why I said it real yeah. quick. <laughs> I was like, uh, I have Buffalo to win and cover. Miami sucks. Tua sucks. And he's got a certain quarterback in his head. Did you hear his statement today? No, I didn't. He said, I don't not think Miami doesn't want me. Oh, yes. I did see that. Right. I think that was that was yesterday he said that, no? I saw it today. Maybe it was oh, yesterday, okay. but uh, it's pathetic. It, like, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, if they don't get to Sean now... 
it's like two is destroyed. How could you do this? It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Oh god. NFL trade deadline next Tuesday, by the way. Get ready for that, folks. Do you think that's gonna be really fun, November second? Do you think uh no, I guess they can't get rid of him. I was gonna say if Odell gets traded, but it's much better for them financially if they wait. They're just gonna cut him. They're just gonna cut Odell. Good boy. Didn't didn't he say on social media he's back? He's on a treadmill and I guess. I mean, he's been saying he's back every year for the last four years, and he's been bad. Most overrated receiver this uh this century. Overrated player of the century. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He had one catch. That was it. That's his career. I don't think any player has risen to stardom from social media like, like Odell has in the NFL. No. It was that one catch when he was a giant as a rookie. Yeah. It's one of the best catches of all time, by the way. Amazing catch. And then very mediocre ever since. And a lot of nothing. And, and a lot of people replicated that catch afterwards. So it, to me, it doesn't it doesn't stand the test of time. Yeah, it's the gloves more than him, right? Yeah. 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 Those gloves basically have stick them on them. Like anyone yeah, can do that. Exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous that they're allowed to use those. <laughs> but if you watch receivers in the 70s, there's just video of them pouring that stick on black stuff on their hands. Like it's like rubber on their hands. And it's like the Raiders are really bad for it. Like these guys' hands are covered. Like, don't touch me, don't touch me. Because my hands are like this. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Basically a magnet. Yeah, so I don't blame the NFL guys for doing that now since they've been cheating for years. I think Tom Brady came up with this new way to cheat, by the way, because it's what he does best. Another way to cheat? He finds all the ways to cheat. He sold the soul of the devil. <laughs> by the way, Saturday Night Live made that joke this weekend that Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil. So it's not just me saying it, by the way. It's a lot of people. Yeah, but when they say it, I imagine it's like a compliment. Oh, he sold his soul to the devil because he's so good and he's ageless and he's going to be continuing till he's 60 years old, right? I'm, I imagine it's still like a, a compliment in a way that he's playing so well, it's unbelievable. Maybe. I just do it because he's a cheat. And I'm not going to swear. He's a bad person is what the point is. He's bad. <laughs> Here we have, this is the game I'm going to hate watching more than any other game, I think, this season. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta are favored by two and a half points. I think I've been wrong about each of these teams every single game. I predict I get these wrong all the time. It's embarrassing. I loved Carolina. I hate Atlanta. Every time I pick one to win, they lost. I pick one to lose, they win. It's terrible. What do you have here? Carolina's horrible, like I told you. They were three and zero against the garbage teams, and you were dancing all over the place. They haven't won a game since like September. Uh, I'm gonna go with Atlanta to win and cover. And the last game, Sam Donald got benched. They brought in a PJ Walker, I believe. Then the coach, Matt Rule, after the game said, Sam Donald's still our quarterback. And I was like, is he? Are you sure about that? Because got some questions. Yeah. Apparently, they too are in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes right now. They are interested, and for good reason. But I heard Carolina pulled out. I think they got back in. And oh, okay. they're, yeah, I think they were out because Sam Donald looked good for three weeks. And now <laughs> they're like, wait a second. Maybe Sam Donald should just be a running back. <laughs> like maybe that's what we should do. Because I think I think Donald just can't win at Matt Life, man. I don't know what it is. It might be that he's bad at football. That might be it. Yeah. Not a hundred percent, but like I want to believe so bad, man. I really do. And I have Atlanta to win and cover because I'm done believing in Sam Donald. I'm done. Yeah, he's trash. You know they're gonna win. Carolina is definitely gonna win this game because we both think Atlanta's <laughs> gonna win, right? 
It's a field goal at the end for sure. For sure. Okay, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Cleveland are favored by three and a half points at home. Baker Mayfield apparently is going to try and play in this game. There's no guarantee yet, but he's going to try. What makes is your no prediction here? To me. Yeah. <laughs> makes no difference to me. He has uh, a shoulder that needs uh, immediate medical attention. Um, I have Pittsburgh to win and cover. Nick Chubb is apparently coming back for this game, so that kind of gives me a little, little concern. But I think Cleveland is just bad, and I used to think they were good. I have Pittsburgh to win and co- Pittsburgh to cover story. Cleveland to win. Nick Chubb coming back does make me rethink this a little bit, though. I picked them to win two weeks ago against Arizona, and they stunk up the bed. So I'm not in love with Cleveland right now. I think Pittsburgh can keep this close, though. Defensive game, Cleveland wins by three at the end. I could see that happen. That's what I think is going to happen. Three-point win. Okay, that's fair. Cincinnati at the New York Jets. Cincinnati are favored by 10 points on the road. Is there a chance Cincinnati... Is riding high from this Baltimore win, overestimates the Jets, even without Zach Wilson and Mike White being the starting quarterback and loses this game. Is that possible this week? I don't think they lose the game, but I think it's close based off, yeah, like you said, they're riding high. So you're taking the Jets to cover? Definitely not. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna lie, I tried to trick you into that to saying yes just now. I think Cincinnati definitely wins and covers this game. I think the Jets are terrible. It's really bad. And Joe I think Burrow. Might win the MVP this year. He might. I think if Zach Wilson uh, was playing this game, I might take the Jets to cover. But after what they did to Baltimore, the Bengals, what they did to Baltimore last week, it's hard to think the Jets would cover. I thought the Jets would cover last week against New England. And they lost by 35, I think, or 30. So Why I did you them. think that? I thought Zach Wilson would keep it close. I was like, you know, he's had a week off. He'll figure some things out. And then he got hurt right away. Yeah, and and played bad when he was playing, and it kind of screwed me over. I'm not gonna lie, it was a tough day. It's not good. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I still beat you. Okay, so you have Cincinnati to win and cover as well. I do. The next game, Philadelphia at Detroit. Philadelphia are favored by three points. Detroit is winless, but they have been competitive in a lot of these games. Lost, I think, two of the worst losses I've ever seen. Baltimore had the longest field goal in NFL history to beat them. Like, I just feel bad for Detroit. Coach is biting people in the ankles right now. Can't get a victory. What do you have for this game? I think Detroit gets its first win this weekend against Philly. So I'm going with Detroit. Uh, Dan Campbell is very scary. And I just don't believe in Jalen Hurts or Philly. Uh, Miles Sanders, who's always hurt, is hurt again. Yeah. Going with Detroit. First win of the season. I have Philadelphia to win and cover. But I want Detroit to win this game. And I hope I'm wrong. Jalen Hurts has been really up and down to me. He's played okay sometimes, but then really been terrible. Detroit has a good run defense and terrible pass defense. So it's possible they could win this game pretty easily. But I think Philadelphia gets it gets it done. But I would not be surprised if this is a close game going down to the end. Okay. San Fran at Chicago. San Fran are favored by three and a half points. This game was tough for me, Webb. It was really tough because I want to believe in Justin Fields. And then he looks terrible. Like week after week, and it kind of kills my hope. So I have San Fran to win and cover. I think Fields gets beat down again. Nick Bosa goes to town on him, and San Fran wins this game and covers. Leo Mack is on IR, which concerns me about this game, but Jimmy G is still the starting quarterback for the 49ers because Trey Lance is hurt, not because Jimmy G is actually good or the organization trusts him. I have San Fran to win this game. 
and uh, Chicago to cover. Sounds good. I mean, betting on uh, Chicago is probably bad, but good idea. The Los Angeles Rams at Houston. The Rams are favored by 14 and a half points on the road. This is an interesting one, Webb. This is your team. This is your home franchise. This is the team you'd love more than any other. Can Houston cover the 14 and a half against the Rams? No chance. Houston gave away Mark Ingram this week. They're trying to lose actively. Uh, their thoughts are on how many picks they can get for their star quarterback. It's too many distractions going on. The Rams winning cover. Uh, the coach said when Terod Taylor is ready, he will be the starting quarterback again. So good luck there, I guess. I want to run back, by the way. But the Rams definitely win and cover this game. Houston is god-awful. They're terrible. And the Rams are really, really good. Cooper Cup is the best receiver in football right now, by the way. I don't think it's that close. It's insane how good he's been. I'm very mad. <laughs> he's for your team. You should be enjoying this more than anybody. I'm glad we're winning. I just wish uh, Robert Woods was featured in the offense more. He's overrated. Okay. The Sunday at four games. The first one up, Jacksonville at Seattle. Seattle are favored by three and a half points. This was a weird line to me because Jacksonville's coming off a huge win and a bye. Trevor Lawrence looked good in his last game against Miami. Geno Smith played pretty bad against New Orleans. What's your prediction here, Webb? Urban Meyer gets his second victory. I don't believe in the Seattle team at all without Russell Wilson. So I thought the same thing you as, as you at first. I was like, Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good. I've been the biggest Trevor Lawrence supporter. But... Then I remembered, oh, yeah, Urban Meyer is still in, still in Jacksonville. Pete Carroll is not going to lose to Urban Meyer. He's not going to let it happen. He'll commit a murder before he loses to Urban Meyer. He can't go back to the coaches like like the, the airport hotel they have and like lose to Urban It can't happen. He's won a Super Bowl. He cannot lose to Urban Meyer. A guy copping fields at bars after a loss. He can't do that. He's not going to lose this game. It's not going to happen. That's a fact. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I think Pete Carroll might step down at the end of the year. Um, that was your prediction. I forgot that. That was your prediction. Yes. I, Seattle uh, wins and covers, but Seattle wins and covers big time. Is Carson back? Chris Carson? I believe he's on IR. Yeah, but it's been like a week, month, hasn't it? I think I think it's still week nine, I thought. He's been I don't even so care. Long. He's always hurt a little bit. Like he's the oh, most man. banged up like running back in football. Yeah. He's missed one. He's week 10 is the earliest he can come back. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. So maybe they just put him on IR. Yeah, he was just out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> just miss hanging out. Oh god. Not watching did this you, game at all. Did you see Marshawn Lynch uh on the Manning cast of Monday Night Football? No, I didn't know. Mar Marshawn Lynch swore twice or three times, said the F word <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> They knew the Just, risks. Oh, 100%. No one was surprised. But people online were like, how dare they? And I was like, you're watching guys get concussions and you're, you're mad about the F word? Calm down a little yeah, bit, all right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then Tom Brady called every defensive player in the league stupid. Oh, really? He said, uh, defense is easy. It's like a dog chasing a car. They don't have to understand anything. They're all dumb. Oh, wow. Yeah, he went, he went in pretty hard. And I laughed yeah. very, very much. Yeah, so... This Manning Brady? cast is top new, top notch television. That's amazing. Brady's getting a little, uh, a little lippy in his old age. Yeah, they brought up the Gronk thing about uh, not watching film, and he's like, "Ah, eh, Gronk, what? What does he do? He has to run, catch the ball. I tell him run there, catch the ball, and run some more. It's not hard for him. What does he have to do? 
So basically, he's saying everyone that's not a quarterback is dumb. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of liking this this Tom Brady, who's not filtered as much as he was in New England. He's still probably the devil and a bad person and a cheater. <laughs> but at least he's more enjoyable as a person to watch now. So yeah, he he's just trolling every week. He trolled Atlanta. He trolled the Bears. Yeah. He's definitely paying someone to run his social media accounts. That's definitely not him. He's paying someone to do that for him, but it's enjoyable. I like it. Because you like Tom like, Brady secretly. I like athletes that talk smack, and so few athletes do it anymore. So I enjoy it when one does. I like athletes that talk smack who can back it up, and when they lose, they're not running away from the camera. I don't think Brady's been a sore loser, though. I don't no, think no, he's not. Story. Yeah. He's not, but there have been athletes who, Cam when they're winning... Yeah, Cam Newton's the biggest one. When they're winning, they're they're on the camera, and I love Cam, and they're doing the yep. the Superman pose. But when they're losing, they're running away. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I've had a lot of issues with Tom Brady. His sportsmanship has never been one of them. Yeah, his cheating has been a problem, but the sportsmanship <laughs> was always pretty good. <laughs> the next game, the New England Patriots at Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are five and a half point. Favorites at home. Apparently, this game is going to have 50,000 Boston fans there. It's going to be like a home game for the Patriots. So take that into account making your pick. What is your prediction? Patriots are still bad at home. So it makes no difference. Um, Chargers to win and cover. I think the Chargers are not as good as we thought they were. I think they're... I love Justin Herbert. I think the team is kind of overrated. I think Herbert's really good. And the rest of the guys are just okay. They haven't really blown anyone out this season. They've all been pretty close games. So I think New England can keep this close. They cover the five and a half, but the Chargers win. This is a three-point game. You know who's not good? Who? Luka Doncic. <laughs> it's 15 <laughs> points, zero rebounds, and three assists. And it's almost the fourth quarter. Sorry, but back to football. Um, yeah, I. you know what? I, I didn't think the Chargers were that good. I like Justin Herbert, but I uh, thought people coronated the Chargers a little early. I was yeah. I, I thought Herbert would win the MVP this year. I had him doing that. And through four weeks, I looked pretty. I looked like a genius. And ever since, he's just been okay. Like He still has incredible talent, but they're winning like really close games or losing close. Like I just The team isn't that good yet. I think they'll get better, but I think right now they're not that good. I think they peaked. Yeah, possibly. I think Staley is a good coach, though. He'll figure things out, but we'll see. <laughs> Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay are four and a half point favorites on the road. This is weird to me because I thought they'd be like a nine point favorite because yeah. New Orleans isn't that good. So give me Tampa Bay to win and cover pretty easily in this game. Yeah, same. I think Jameis is going to turn over the ball quite a bit. Give me Tampa. Yeah, Jameis is not like good at throwing the ball. And t- but Tampa has terrible corners, so you think he could take advantage, but he will not take advantage. No. And Michael Thomas, I think, is eligible to return soon as well, but apparently he's not practicing with the team. So I think he's done for the year. It's just not. He just, I, I just think he's like nah. He's just Ben Simmonsing it, or is, uh, Michael, or is Ben Simmons Michael Thomasing it? That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. They're kind of doing the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. Thomas is actually hurt, but. <laughs> Maybe Thomas just doesn't want to heal up. Yeah, he didn't get this. He could have had surgery in like April. He's like, no, nah, wait till September. Wait till September first. <laughs> I he's forgot. Gone. I forgot he did that. What a scumbag! I totally yeah. forgot about that. That's terrible. Yeah. He, I'm not he's healing. One hundred percent. 
I'll heal on your time. I'm enjoying my summer. <laughs> what, a, what a guy. Yeah, he's he's 100% gone. Although, to be honest, if I had a $100 million contract, I'd probably want to heal on your time too. I'd be like, I'm going to enjoy this money. <laughs> There's no way he can come back to New, to New Orleans. The past couple of seasons, he's just been mailing it in, man. After he got paid, it was just he just didn't care. Could he get moved on Thursday, on Tuesday? Is that possible? Maybe. Would someone take him on with the with the ankle? Probably have to do it. They probably have to uh, do the physical and probably I don't know. Well, they do the physical anyway, but I don't know. I, Would someone do that? I think he's eligible to return. So yeah. if he could play, why wouldn't they? I don't think it would cost a first round pick anymore. No. Like a third? I would do that. Or a fourth. Randy Moss was had for a fourth. So yeah, fourth could be it. With that big money Rand- contract. <laughs> Randy wasn't hurt. Randy just didn't care and everyone knew it. Randy walked off the field like a third quarter sometimes. Like, I'm done, guys. Have a good have a good time. <laughs> and now he's one of the best commentators in the business. Is he? Or analysts. Yeah, I in terms of like him and uh Steve Smith, they keep it real, man. I love Steve Smith as an analyst. I think I just like Randy Moss, the player, so much. I'm like, Randy's okay here. I'm fine with it. I don't think he's that good on TV. I don't learn anything from Randy Moss ever. I love Randy. He's he's my favorite player of all time. I love him. He is the most dominant receiver of all time. No one could do what he did. But I think he's very average on TV. But he's just so... <laughs> they have that segment of you got mossed just for him because that's why he's there. So they can have oh, that segment. That, that, I don't like that. I'm talking about when like when they're doing like the, the, the panel and they're talking about an actual issue. I like him there. When he's doing... The highlight reels and his little segments. Yeah, he's kind of during the headlights, but yeah, fair enough. Good for you, Randy. Keep getting those checks. Okay, <laughs> the last four o'clock game: Washington at Denver. Denver are favored by three points at home. Give me Denver to win and cover. Uh, Jerry Judy apparently is back this week, so maybe the offense. I forgot about, about him. Yeah, exactly. I, about him. <laughs> I did too. I never wondered once, where is Jerry Judy this season? Not once. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was he's pretty back. good as a rookie. He wasn't bad. He, he's yeah, supposed yeah. to be back. He's supposed to be back. No, There's I mean, no, sure. I, I think it was so, solid. I just he practiced didn't care last, that he was gone. He practiced last week, but it was a Thursday game, so they didn't want to rush him. So I think he's going to play Sunday, which is why I have Denver to win and cover. I think their offense has been so hurt without him. He's a legitimate number one guy. I mean, yeah, no, he's good. Maybe. So I think I think Denver wins and covers. Washington was supposed to have a great defense, and they've underwhelmed me completely this season. So I'm not really sold on them yet. I think Denver's offense sucks, and Washington's defense sucks. So it's the battle of the trash. And I have Denver to win, Washington to cover. Yeah, I could see that too. I I could definitely see that because. This Denver team, if Denver wins by two, I would not be surprised. They're one. I don't want to watch any of this game, but I think, I think it's going to be a really ugly, bad game, by the way. Probably. Yeah. I'll still watch. I think I'm going to watch New England and the Chargers mostly. Yeah. And then I'll probably check on Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, but I'll probably watch them all too because I'm pathetic. Okay, the Sunday night game. Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas are favored by two and a half points on the road. I think this might be the best game of the week, by the way. I agree. Shootout. I think so, too. Uh, Kirk Cousins playing out of his mind right now. 
Dak a little bit hurt with a calf injury. I could see this going either way. What's your prediction here? Yeah, I could see this going either way. I'm not like super gung-ho on any team, but I have uh, Minnesota to win and cover this game. I think it's going to be super tight, and they're going to be trading uh, touchdowns. It's it's going to be fun. I think this is going to be a really, really, really good game. So at first, I was like, wait, Dallas had the bye last week. They should be fresh and ready for this game. And then I remembered, oh, wait, Minnesota also had the bye last week. So this could be an issue. I thought about it. I think Dallas wins in cover. I think their offense is just better. I think both defenses are kind of meh. I think Dallas just has so much firepower. And if Dak can stay healthy, I think Dak, Dallas wins this game. I yeah, Dak can, Dak can be a big difference maker because um, he's a weapon himself. Uh, but I think I, I think Dalvin's, Dalvin and Madison are, are definitely upgrades over um, Pollard and, and Zeke. Sorry, Zeke and Pollard. Let me give Zeke I, respect. I have a question for you. Who is the best receiver in this game or the best weapon in this game? On both, either team. Like, if you had one yeah. offensive player, one offensive player, not the quarterbacks, who are you taking? It's going to be one of the two second-year receivers, uh, Justin Jefferson or C.D. Lamb. I'll probably go Jefferson. I was thinking Dalvin Cook or or uh, C.D. Lamb. That's what I was oh, yeah. thinking. Really? I think I'd go C.D. Lamb, but Jefferson, you're not wrong there either. Like That's a really good question, right? Because they're both so yeah. good. Yeah. I think I'd go C.D. Lamb, but I could be talked into Jefferson or Dalvin. Good I feel thing. Like Dalvin's gonna get hurt again. I dropped in, in the I dropped uh, Madison in the league. I have Dalvin in because I had all the Dallas guys and Minnesota guys on by, and no one picked him up. I picked him right back up this week. I was so thankful. Just <laughs> terrified. Halloween night. Gonna be a good one. The Monday night game: the New York Giants at Kansas City. Kansas City are favored by ten points. Kansas City has looked basically terrible for like a month. So I think 10 points is a lot here, Webb. I have the Giants to cover the 10, but Kansas City to win. What do you have here? Uh, I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes more respect than that. Uh, Chiefs to win and cover. I think even if – I think this is going to be a 35-25 game or 35-24 game and still be a fun game. The Giants can't score. They scored 25 last week, and I think they put up – maybe they put up 30 against the Saints. But they can't really score. I just think Kansas City can't stop anybody anywhere. So Daniel Jones might have four touchdowns, like running. I just think this Kansas City... I hope he does. (laughs) I think this Kansas City defense is so terrible. They can't stop... If Saquon was here, I would pick Kansas City to lose this game. But Saquon is never there. Really? I think they could Derrick Derrick Henry and just control the clock the whole time. I think Tennessee had the ball last week for like 38 minutes of the hour. They dominated time of possession. That could happen again. If Mahomes doesn't have the ball, he can't win the game. And he's going to throw an interception or two because that's what he does now. Last year, he had six interceptions all season. He has nine already this year. Damn. I had him as my MVP pick. He still might win it. <laughs> it's early, yeah. It's early. But and I don't think so. To be fair, I think four of the picks are off somebody's hands into somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's but... not like he's been terrible. But he hasn't been Mahomes in yet. But yeah, he's still but no, Mahomes. No one's remembering that when they look at the stats, you know? Yeah, I do, because I'm an honest arbiter arbiter of facts here, but that's what I do. It's not a it's not a clear Jameis pick when there's no one <laughs> no offensive player in the vicinity and he just throws it into triple coverage. The Jameis pick really is the most is the best pick. 
because there's yeah. no one around. There's three no there's one. three defenders, and they're like, all right, yeah. thanks, James. Yeah. <laughs> he really stretching. is special. He really is special. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the last game of the week. Uh, I love football this week. I think it's going to be really fun. The Sunday night and Monday night games are going to be good. There's some good games all day. I think last week was the worst week of football games we've had this season. There were no good games, I think, really at all. It was terrible. None. Real bad. Um, let me think. Hold on a second. No, there was a good game. Uh, Which one? Um, uh, Atlanta and Miami was good. And no, oh, you're right. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it was a bad week. Atlanta and Miami should never be a good game that you're watching. Like no one should be watching like oh Atlanta versus Miami. Who's Matt Ryan playing? Like, that should never come up in conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good because they're both bad. It wasn't like there was high-level football. It was really bad football because yeah. both teams are terrible. Yeah, but even. Yeah, yeah. evenly bad, yeah. Evenly bad. Yeah. Okay, everybody, please go follow us on Twitter, at Rookie Phenom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We are huge on verbal. Web, your Lakers are terrible. Are you ready to admit the season's lost for you guys yet? Hell no. Still in denial. I love it. I love it. Everybody, go enjoy your fantasy football teams, fantasy basketball teams. We'll be back next week to break down all the games and give you some NBA updates. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Yo. Yeah.